The following podcast contains strong language and mature themes. Robert Jennings wrote about an unsolved death in which the body of a man was found at a local beauty spot back in 1984. I'm Gemma Kingsley, working with Marie Coulson, and we have taken on the case of solving this mystery in our podcast, Death in Podville. We have decided to call this series The Body in the Woods. New information and leads were coming in fast, and Marie's idea of a board with red string was starting to sound appealing. In all the recent commotion, I had overlooked my trip to the planning office. The name I had found was Michael Ramsey, who was involved with the early development of the town. So I thought that that should be my next point of investigation. I have just arrived in Cambridge today, as I'm following a new lead. I must admit, it's been a few months since I was last in Cambridge. Travelling and shopping in public areas has been so restricted these last few months, but I don't need to tell you that, right? Getting the chance to pop over is a big deal. A chance to stretch the legs and see somewhere new for a change. My main reason for coming is to find a man called Michael Ramsey, who was the site foreman for part of the construction of the new town. After searching for Michael on the internet, I think I found him. He has an art studio in town called MR Studios, and I really hope it is him. If not, I've wasted hours of Google time. It's in a redeveloped area. A coach house doorway leads from a main road through a stone archway and into a cobbled courtyard with a small fountain. There are several small businesses located around the edge with a couple of small wagon wheels fixed to the walls. Very rustic. One of these businesses is MR Studios. Okay. In we go. Inside it's clean with cream walls and dark grey speckly floors. A few paintings are scattered around the walls. And there are some lovely landscapes. I guess they're all local. Ah, there's a bell by the counter. A calligraphic sign is telling me to ring for attention. I guess I just wait. Oh, I better put my mask on. Hello, can I help you? Hi, I'm Gemma. I'm looking for Michael Ramsey. I'm Michael Ramsey. Should I be worried? Great. I hope not. What can I do for you? I'm researching for a podcast. Is it okay for me to record this conversation? Okay, I guess. I'm looking into a specific time during the development of the new town of Wooten on the Cam, and I believed you were involved in overseeing part of it. I was. I'm impressed you found me. Not many know, or care, that I was involved. What aspect are you looking at? Bear with me, as it might sound an odd question. But did you find anything unusual when you started developing, is that the right term, 
the land for the new houses? That is definitely an odd question. And this is a podcast, you say? Yes, it's online now. I can show you if you like. We're looking into the strange death of a man found in the woods before the town was developed. We wanted to know if anything strange was found. Um, space. Everything all right? Come through to the other room. Let me lock up for a moment. We have some really good news. Yesterday a parcel arrived for me. It had a dictaphone inside. It's so old and so retro. I gave it a once over to make sure it was all working. I set it up, but I've left the tapes until now. I'm now gonna do a reaction recording to these tapes, so I'll hear them at the same time as you do. In goes the first tape. Recordings related to case file 840202. New case file opening in response to possible new investigation under the agricultural element of the Ministry Department. Investigator name is Kenny Goldsmith and I am the senior case handler and investigator for MAF. Today is the 3rd of January 1984 and this new case has been raised as a result of a telephone tip-off from East Anglia regarding odd behaviour of livestock. A copy of the telephone tip-off will be filed when it's retrieved from the switchboard. End of report. Okay, that pretty much confirms what we already know from the written reports. I asked my dad about how dictaphone tapes were handled. He says there were typing pools where mainly ladies would listen to the tapes and hand type the transcripts. How things have changed. Let's hear the second tape. Case file 840202, tape 2. Today is the 18th of January 1984. Continued investigation into an anonymous call claiming odd behaviour witnessed in animals in East Anglia. And that we should investigate. It came from a woman claiming to have seen it firsthand. We currently don't know what animals the tip-off was referring to or whereabouts in East Anglia the call was made. We are currently talking to the police to see if we can get a telephone number for the call. One possible line of inquiry could be an outbreak of scraping, although damaging to livestock it poses no threat to humans. Other possibilities include foot and mouth, which was last seen in the UK in 1967, blue tongue, anthrax, rabies surprisingly, and so on. I have compiled a full list in my written report with details of all possible causes in the UK with a likelihood scale and hazard level. Until we get more specific details we can't follow a course of action but we do have a list of procedures in place should we identify any of the causes. End of report. Again that matches the list we found. Case file 840202, tape 3. Today is the 7th of February, 1984. Following a police investigation and with the help of British Telecom, we were able to backtrace two calls to our switchboard at that time. 
One was made from a call box in the village of Great Wotton in Cambridgeshire. The other from a call box in Cambridge itself. They both have the same dialing code. The police are following up which one it is. End of report. Case file 840202, take 4. Today is the 2nd of March, 1984. I've driven to the village of Great Wotton near Cambridge to track down the first location of the calls. There is only one call box in the centre of the village. I have just checked out the phone and the number on the dial is that given by the switchboard. The call definitely came from this area. I will make some brief notes and head back to the office. End of report. Case file 840202, tape 5. Today is the 15th of March 1984. Tomorrow I will visit Wotton to track down the farm. I've been informed that the staff at the pub may be able to provide some insight. I'll visit there first. If that turns up results, I'll set up a stakeout in that location and monitor any unusual activity. End of report. That was the last tape used. The next one would probably be for the 16th, the date that Kenny died. That means there might still be a tape out there with his last report. That sounds grim. We've gone through the studio and Michael has led me into a side room. It's small but has a large table in the middle. I'm guessing for cutting and framing. Yes, that's correct. Do you narrate everything? Uh, yes, it just helps the listeners visualise what's going on. Is that okay? I guess. But what's with coming through here? I have these. They will help explain. Michael opened a cabinet and after a bit of rummaging around, he pulled out a cardboard tube. He popped the lid off and unrolled several sheets of site plans detailing roads and houses onto the table. So this is Wooten, yes? This is the initial design layout proposed by our company that was submitted to the council. It was suddenly changed before it was approved, but it's pretty much as it is now. So, you wanted to know if anything odd was discovered. Well, there was something. Okay. We had to level a huge amount of farmland. As you can understand, fields follow the contours, but with houses, uh, level land is more desirable. We cut bits of the tops and put them in the low ground, a process called cut and fill. Okay, I understand that. As we were digging, one of the digger operators stopped and called for help over the radio. We all came running to see what had caught his attention. When we got there... Oh, the smell. It was awful. We fell about retching. What could do that? Cows. Lots and lots of rotting, putrid cows. Oh, that's horrible. You couldn't distinguish one animal from another. It was just a mass of rotting flesh and, well, with many heads and legs. What happened? 
We made a couple of phone calls, and people from the government came. The area was sealed off, and many vans turned up. Wow. But what did they find? After a few days, they came back and said they were showing signs of something called BSE. I think it was called mad cow disease. It was a big thing in the 80s and 90s. Sounds gross. It was. They said it wasn't contagious. After looking at the site plans, they located a place outside the town limit and paid us to use our heavy plant equipment to dig another huge pit and transfer the remains to the new location. As we transferred them, the inspector set a large fire and we burned all that was left. It burned for days, sending the thick, acrid smoke into the sky. Must have been seen for miles. <laughs> Once done, we backfilled the pit, cleaned down the equipment, and returned to the development site. But why didn't they just burn it in the original pit? Would you want that under your house? True. And that was it? We were told not to talk about what we'd done. According to them, it never happened. And what was this mad cow disease? You're asking the wrong person. I just know it wasn't good for cows. Do you remember where you found them? Oh, yes, I remember. Very clearly. Right here. For the recorder, Michael has pointed at the map to a spot in the middle of the housing estate on the western side of the town, right on top of Deke's Drive. Which farm was there? And it, is this road plan accurate? Yes. Sorry, uh, I don't know the names. That's all I have, I'm afraid. Well, that's a big help. I think we have an old map. Thank you so much for all this information. Are you happy for this to be aired? It's about time this came out. It needs to be told. I'm not sure where it will take us next, but thank you anyway for talking. There is one last odd thing. Go on. I remember one of the men pulling out a scarf. Very muddy, but you could see it had lots of colours. Me too. I now know why Kenny was here investigating. Can we meet up to record our findings? Tell you what, I'll meet you at yours. I need to get out of this house. If you're okay with that, I can meet you there in about an hour. trying to discuss personal issues on the podcast, as you can imagine, but I guess I should share the news I've just received as this is a reflection of the world we're in right now and may affect the podcast. What have you got? I've just received a letter from head office at work. I'm going to lose my job. They can't. You're such a good worker. That can't be right, surely. Let me see that. It's not that. It says the company has gone into administration. We're all losing our jobs. That must be about 500 staff. Oh God, what am I gonna do? Jem, I'm sure we can get you through this. No, but what am I going to do? Is that money that's funding the podcast? Is that job that's allowed us to carry on our research? I just- We'll find, we'll find a way to keep the show going, okay? This is just a small glitch. 
I want to hug you so much right now and I can't. Can we stop? I need to stop. Okay. We're not going to let that stop us and we're not going to let it get in the way. Okay. Have we got one of the old maps from the Wooten Villages pre-1980? Not a hand. Uh, hang on, let me check online and see what there is. Okay, here we go. There's the National Library of Scotland. That's collated all the maps going back a couple hundred years. Uh, I have a map from 1948 and it shows me a farm located where you said Michael pointed. Okay, the big reveal time. What is it called? Dandelion Grove Farm. Brilliant. How do we find out who lived there? Uh, give Scarlet a ring? Uh, okay. Hi Scarlet, it's Gemma and Marie here. I've put you on speaker. Are you free to talk? We'll be quick. Sorry guys, very busy at the moment. I'm short-staffed and trying to get the latest edition out. It's this pandemic. Can it wait till next week? I guess it can wait till then. Um, I'll call again, thanks. Bye for now. files again and see if there's anything that we've missed. Come in. Have you got a moment? I'll uh, pop out for a bit. Okay, Marie. Come in, Dad. Time's up. I asked you to do something and you didn't. I know. Your house, your rules. It's not that, Gemma. I would have thought you would have run this past me first, at least out of courtesy. Losing my wife was very painful. It's taken a long time to get over that. So having all this being brought up and made public, it's... I think it's time you moved out and lived your own life. As it is, I'm thinking of selling this house and getting something smaller. Not much I can say to that, is there? Look, I'm sorry I didn't ask first, but if I had asked, would you have said yes? Honestly? I don't know. Anyway, you have till the end of the week to move out. Okay. Do you know where the suitcases are? In the loft, I think. Bring them back when you finish with them. Still recording, then.
Just turning on my phone torch. Ah, oh, there we go. Okay, so I'm sitting on the edge of the access hatch, shining the torch around. I've never actually been in here before. There is a flawed part in the middle that has some boxes and a set of suitcases on it. The rest is just waves of insulation. Ow! Oh. Oh. I'm following a pathway across the middle to where everything is kept. Oh. If I take the middle-sized case, that should do me with a couple of bags. Oh. oh, I've just seen a small box in the pile with Margaret Hobart written in pen on the top. That's my mum's maiden name. I'm just lifting the lid out of curiosity. There looks to be several cardboard bound folders tied up with string. There's uni thesis stuff, research papers and some journals. I might just take a couple to have a read through. I still don't know much about my mum. Maybe I can learn something from them. She was a very private woman and after she died, Dad never talked much about her, always changing the subject when I raised it. Must have been hard for him. I'll put these in the suitcase and get back to the studio, and let Marie know she can come back. Maria's back, so we thought we'd better give Felicity a call and give her an update. Hi, Gemma. Is Marie there as well? Hi, Felicity. Yeah, we're both here. Great to hear from you. What have you got for me? Hi, Felicity. We've stumbled across a ton of information. Excellent. Fire away. In the last couple of weeks, we've managed to talk to Kenny's widow, Sharon, and she's given us all his box files and research notes. And I've gone through all the voice memo tapes he made. Okay. We've also spoken to one of the foremen who worked on the construction of the new town. He told us about some of the issues they came across when they started construction. Like what sort of things? Dead cows. Oh, that changes things. He reckoned they were diseased. He said some government men came, did some tests, and then moved them to other pits outside of the construction site and burned them. That was when? I might be able to find out more from this mm, end. Sometime in 1986? Hang on, it's in this book we got from the uh, museum. The breaking ground ceremony was 12th of May 1986. So it would have been around then, I guess. That's a starting point. And we know which farm it came from. Can you let us know who lived there, if we give you the name of the farm? I'm guessing you're recording this call. Sorry, yes, we are. We should have mentioned that. I will give you my word that whatever I can find, I will share for your podcast as 
long as it's not confidential. But I can't give you the names of the people that live there. GDPR rules, I'm afraid. Bugger. Okay. If it helps, it was Dandelion Grove Farm. Thank you. I'll do some research and get back to you with what I find. Okay. Thanks, Felicity. We are so close. I can feel it. So close. It looks like next week will be the make or break for the investigation. Can't believe your dad's timing. Mm. With money running out, me with no job and no home and a stonewalled investigation, it looks like we might not be able to continue after next week. Unless something gives. Till next week then, I guess. Thank you.